Hey everyone, Deeply Discussing Dexter is coming to an end with Season 8, Episode 12, but don't deeply despair, we've got an all-new podcast starting up to take its place. The Deeply Discussing Movie Podcast takes the episode-by-episode style and switches it with streaming movies. Every week, Aaron, Brooke, Zach, and I, as well as some new voices, will discuss a movie you can stream at home and then come listen to our discussion. At the end of each episode, we rotate to another podcaster to choose the next movie. It's like a 21st century book club, but with streaming movies. So you can subscribe to Deeply Discussing, the movie podcast at its website, www.deeplydiscussing.com. You can do it on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast provider. Watch the movie for the first episode of Separation, now on Netflix, and then come listen at deeplydiscussing.com starting April 20th. Again, the movie is A Separation from 2011, and the podcast is at deeplydiscussing.com. Now, on with the show. Welcome, Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters, to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hi. And Zach Rowland. Hey. And on this episode, we're discussing Season 8, Episode 10, Goodbye Miami. On this episode, Dexter tells Deb he's taking Hannah and Harrison to Argentina. Dr. Vogel wants to deal with Saxon her way. And despite many clear warnings, Dexter delays fleeing Miami to take care of Saxon for some reason. What did you guys think of this episode overall? Hmm. I'd like to be put on Dexter's table. That <laughs> this is getting so ridiculous. It's like you want Dexter to just stab you and end just, it for you. Just end it all. Take my blood sample and, get, and cut, cut me up. Put me out there in the sea. I'm done. See, I'm, I'm. I've started M nine nining myself through these episodes. <laughs> Is that how you're still like so perky when we start that you're just like waking yeah. up from a good M ninety nine nap? Man, see, I want Scott. <laughs> Slept great. I want Scott Buck on the table, and then on the wall, I'm gonna put season six and season eight, uh, so he can see his victims, and <laughs> it's yeah. us. it's just not a good episode and honestly it's on a downhill slide from here this this episode's it, it it's the worst possible story that they could come up with and they choose to end the series on on this storyline and that is atrocious and this this episode is actually one of the the second lowest rated episode on IMDb uh, with a six point nine. It's the first episode to ever dip below a seven. It got a six point nine. Yeah. yeah, the only one that beats it is the finale. Yeah. Oh it, wow! Like that's s- seriously, it it's just I don't know how it got a six point nine because nothing that is happening is interesting anymore. All nonsense. All nonsense. Yeah. There's lots of people that just rate every episode of Dexter tens though. 
So those people should be on his table. Well, and then there's uh, uh, the lowest rating you can give on IMDb is a one. So, you know, you can skew that however you want. So a 6.9 is like closer to a 5.5, which is like just better than dead average. Like every everything should start at a five and either move up or down based on how it does. Um, and on IMDb, that would be more like a 5.5 is where it should start and then move up or down because of the nine-point scale instead of the ten-point scale. Yeah. This is more interesting than the episode. Yeah. When I was going to I was going to leave a note here to myself that I probably cut most of this out, most of this discussion out, but I was just thinking that like it's been so long since we did a recording that I started keeping track and I think I watched 8 full seasons of television since the last one that we recorded. Mm, wow. I watched all of Killing Eve. I watched season 2 of uh Mayan's MC. And I watched The Witcher. Um, I love Killing Eve, by the way. I watched like 20, yeah, or, th- watch 20 or 30 something episodes of 48 Hours. Like, I watched a lot of fucking television. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've probably recharged my my things don't, don't suck so bad anymore uh, <laughs> side of things. Well, it starts with Vogel having a contentious conversation with Saxon about his future. Saxon blames her lack of attention for him killing his brother. Saxon is bitter that Vogel helped Dexter to cope with being a psychopath, but not him. So, oh, poor baby. Aww. So this episode like, <laughs> immediately contradicts the previous one. At the, at the end of the previous one, uh, when she sits down down at the table he asks her he's like uh, he calls her mom and then one of the very first things in this episode he's like you think making breakfast makes you my mom again and I'm just like you've been calling her mom dude like what what is (laughs) happening this literally 10 minutes has passed what I think that was confirmation because that's the first time we see them on screen together and for the audience, that was confirmation that, yes, this is her son. They just did it the way they did it. Yeah. I like to think that uh, in the writer's room or in uh, overall production that they don't actually look at each other's scripts and they just get these little like treatments from each uh, episode. So then who wrote the last one? It was, I can't even remember at this point. And, uh, and then this person, whoever wrote this one, didn't look at the last one. They just got a summary. So therefore, when they write it, they're like, uh, it's probably in line. And then they just are like, whatever. Yeah. Because Scott Buck is the showrunner and that's how Scott Buck runs things. Yeah, with an iron it's fist. So yeah, iron fist, there you go. Yeah, Scott but. Buck's way or the highway? <laughs> uh, Harrison has a reunion hug with Hannah. Dexter tells Hannah that he's planning to leave with her and Harrison. Dexter tells Deb that he and Harrison are leaving with Hannah. Um, wow. One of the, one of the <laughs> best things about that scene, besides it just like like explaining information to all the characters so they know what's going on is that immediately after Harrison's reunion with Hannah, Dexter's like, Hey Harrison, why don't you go in the other room for a while? 
And, and then he, he does. And then they have the, we're going to Argentina conversation. He's like, where the hell is Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> no, he misses Hannah. He misses Hannah now. Uh, Jamie got a job opportunity in Atlanta to, that she's going to blow off. Quinn tells her to do what's best for her career. Quinn is all but wearing a shirt that I don't want. This says I don't want to be with you. <laughs> this relationship is over. Yeah, like, no, no, no. I'll be fine. What? what? Like, he starts like spritzing himself with women's perfume before he walks in. Yeah. Why won't you? He he's just like biting his own collar, just, like yeah. putting lipstick on. It, yeah, and she just will not take the hint. I've seen you with like 16 other women since we've been together, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> like during right. this conversation, he is in ineffectually having sex with a hooker. Oh God. <laughs> in his mind, he is. Cause he's got that same like vacant stare on his face. <laughs> the, the doggy style Quinn's not interested stare. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matthews questions Vogel about Zach Hamilton. She plays the doctor slash patient confidentiality card. Vogel admits that she has met with Saxon. She wants time to build trust and save Saxon. Uh, everybody just needs a little time. You know, just a little time. <laughs> Dale told you. He said that's, that's what's happening from here on out. That's what's Find happening, bro. <laughs> Batista has to give so much time out. It's like his mm -hmm. whole job. Well, if they don't use that time up in the budget, then next year they don't get as much time. Yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is no season nine no to roll is. over that, that time off. No, then they get a lot of time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they get infinite time. But I don't think it's paid at that point. Um, Deb tells Quinn that Dexter is going to take off and travel with Harrison. Quinn thinks that it sounds like a good idea. Deb tells him that they'll be partners again. She's decided to come back to Miami Metro. Oh, thank God. I thought she needed more time. She'll still need more time. She still needs more time. Yeah, she, <laughs> <No>. she, <laughs> she hasn't told Batista or Elway yet. You know, the people that actually control her job. Uh, she's just telling Quinn to make sure that he breaks up with Jamie on time. Mm. Uh, Dexter gives Batista notice that he's leaving. Um, he does not need time for that decision. <laughs> That'd be funny if, if Batista was like, "You sure you don't want time to think about it? I got all what? this time. Why don't I give you? Why don't He's I like, give you a week go. to think about it? Like, yeah, why don't you get the fuck out, Dexter? <laughs> he didn't even really try out. to talk him out of it. He was just like, yeah. "Go with God, brother." Yeah, the, he's the best blood spatter analysis they've ever had. He solved pretty much all of the crimes for the unit. Everything. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, you got to do what you got to do, brother. Like, are you serious? <laughs> Probably glad to be rid of him because he's the only one with any competence. So he's just like, yeah, you're just kind of dragging us down. Get on out. Uh, now you have to run everything so through Masuka. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Saxon takes Vogel to the room where he kills his victims. It's an electroshock therapy room that he modeled after the treatment room at the facility she sent him to. Saxon asks her to teach him like she did Dexter. 
Vogel vows to get Dexter off their trail. Dexter uses the spyware Saxon put on Vogel's computer to spy on Saxon's computer. That's not how shit works, but whatever. <laughs> um, he finds the video files of Saxon's kills. The latest one shows Saxon killing Zach Hamilton. Hey, Zach's back. Yay. Well, Yay. <laughs> pieces of Zach are back, I guess. Still a paycheck. His, like, N64 level graphic webcam photo that he's taken. Um, the marshal learns that Dexter is planning to travel. Quinn breaks up with Jamie. No! That's that's say that's as so. much as I wanted to say about it. Still had to say. like spell it out. He's like, please leave. For the love of God, Jamie. Didn't she just move in with him? Yeah, they yeah. just did that. And so he had this old conversation that was like, I thought moving in together would make a difference, but it doesn't. I don't like you. Bye. Didn't I, like, he had harsh. He had that same thing with Deb, right? Because like Deb moves in with him and he's like, I want to get married. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jamie wanted him to say, I want to get married. And instead he was like, eh, living with you sucks. I'm out of here. Bye. Fucking Quinn, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, like, nobody's f- fucking Quinn right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's true. <laughs> uh, Deb is worried about what her life will be like without Dexter. Um, sane, uh, regular. <laughs> Vogel asks Dexter to leave without killing Saxon. Dexter shows her the video of Saxon killing Zach. Dexter tells her to lure Saxon out so she, he can follow him and kill him. She, she quickly turned like, oh my God, my son's a psychopath. <laughs> You're right. He can't be saved. Like, what? Is, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you're supposed to be the expert on this, and you're just now getting that your son's a psychopath. Yeah, she's fine with being like the manipulative or the manipulator of the psychopaths and the psychopath whisperer, but like graphic evidence of murder is too much for her, and like that changes her mind. She's not ready to I'll- watch like people get their heads sliced open with a skill saw or whatever. Well, it made me feel like her character was just that much more inconsistent. I mean, even back at the beginning of this episode, when he, he says, why, why didn't you help me? Like you helped Dexter, which would have been roughly the same time period as she put him in the treatment facility. She says she didn't know as much about psychopaths at that point, but according to the story we know so far, she was already a leading expert. So it's just her character is so horribly inconsistent. No, I think she didn't know how to, she didn't know how to do the code thing until Harry brought Dexter to her. And because she doesn't actually care about people, because she's kind of a sociopath herself, she was like, okay, this is a good experiment. Like, this kid's malleable. He might do what I tell him to do. Let's try and make him do what I want him to do. Whereas with her own son, like, there was no way to disconnect and actually do that. 
without it being a problem. And he killed her other son, which is a problem for her emotionally. And faked his own death. Yeah, he died in a fire, which I, you know, said at the top was something that sounded pretty great to me as an <laughs> alternative for point, watching yes. these episodes. Um, the marshal finds Harrison and Deb on the beach. He asks if Dexter and Hannah have gotten back together. Deb denies it. After he leaves, Deb tells Hannah, who's in the house just a couple feet away. Deb tries to resign, but Elway has already figured out that she's going back to Miami Metro. So, it's one of those, well, fuck you, uh, type of moments. She goes to give him a hug, and he's like, no. Don't fuck me, I fuck you back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Harrison fails his saving throw versus treadmills and cuts his chin open. Hannah takes him to an emergency room. Um, Aaron and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording uh, about exactly how Harrison cut himself, where he cut himself, how he cut himself. And why was it that deep? It seems really (laughs) unlikely. Um, my My best guess was that Deb has some sort of punishment module on her treadmill (laughs) where if she doesn't keep her pace enough, like something comes up and stabs her. So where, where was he? Cause I couldn't even tell exactly where the wound was. It was like under his chin, basically like right here. It was like a puncture wound. Cause I could see if it's going fast, getting like a big deep road rash, but. It was a yeah, puncture wound. Yeah, it was bleeding. He got, yeah. he got yeah, stitches. It, was, like, like a, it had to be like a deep road. Yeah, no. Uh, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not, not just that. Like When he lands, he clearly lands on his arms. His face doesn't even touch the treadmill. And then in the best acting scene ever. Ow. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> so terrible. Even for a small child, it was terrible. It was kids, kids it was, make cry better than that. It was worse than OG Cody. Yes, yeah, it, it was, was worse than it's all your fault. Yeah, it was. Yep. It was bad. Ow. Ow. Hannah just like sits him on the counter, and he's just sitting there like, "I've got blood all over me." Ow. <laughs> he didn't seem too concerned. He yeah, he didn't care. Out. He lost a lot of blood. He was in shock. It's fine. Well, remember that all that luminol that he ingested <laughs> is really messed with him. <laughs> None of his pain neurons work anymore. Like, also makes for extremely, you know, thin blood and fragile skin. He was so <laughs> he was so Slightly calm about everything that I was like, he's he's like one of those blonde haired blue eyed kids from Village of the Damned. Yeah. He's a Hitler youth. He's a Hitler youth. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yes. I was trying to think of the best way to say it, but yeah, Hitler youth will work. Um, Dexter has set up a kill room for Saxon, the same as the first kill in the first season. He's like in the same room as where he killed that choir director in the first episode. Everything's a throwback. Yeah. Time is a flat circle. Uh, Deb says, hey, Jamie, 
Jamie says, go fuck yourself. Deb says, what? That's a scene. Mm. It was amazing. Deb was not aware of Quinn's breaking up with her. So I do like that we get to see Jamie say, go fuck yourself because she's always like in such a great mood and it's nice to just see her like lose her shit for a minute. I like dark Jamie. It's about time. <laughs> dark Jamie. <laughs> uh, She's gone to the dark side. Dark Jamie would have been the best villain. Yeah, season Bad nine. <laughs> season nine. Season Make it nine. nine. Netflix. Or we don't do that. Come on, Netflix. <laughs> yes, Netflix. <laughs> Just have a new a, a, a spinoff series called Dark Jamie. <laughs> Old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're you sound like Harrison when you say that. <laughs> I am sold. <laughs> it's all your fault. Oh. Great. Uh Deb officially comes back in a week or two. Oh god. She needs more time. She needs time. I'll be back in a week <laughs> or two. Uh Batista tells Deb about Quinn and Jamie's breakup. Quinn says that he is still having feelings for Deb. She still has feelings for him, too. In her pants. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to get Quinn and Deb back together. The show's we almost over. That. We got to get that hot dog stand back open. Yeah, open up. Uh, the ER receptionist tells the marshal that she saw Hannah bring in Harrison. In the log, Hannah signed Deb's name. Well, at least someone is smart about all of this. <laughs> yeah. If she was smart, she'd be already gone. Yeah. True. Really? Like, I'd have just let the kid bleed out. Yeah. I was just going to say, or she would have just let him bleed to death. Throw him in the ocean. Here, drink, drink this medicine. How did you cut yeah. yourself on something that's not sharp? Go sit in the corner and bleed. Because <laughs> really, like, is Dexter going to care? Like, if he comes home and Harrison's dead, and he's like, well, duh, that was just some extra baggage we just got rid of. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Guess I don't have to pay Jamie anymore. <laughs> Where yeah. the hell was Jamie? <laughs> right. Yeah, Hannah just made him some tea from the Lily of the Valley, and it's all fine now. Hannah could have uh, framed this. She could have made it look like this was dark Jamie's doing. Mm. <laughs> um. Vogel and Saxon sit down for tea. Vogel is obviously nervous. As Dexter arrives outside, his phone rings. Saxon is on the line. He tells Dexter that Mother chose wrong again. A window lights up and Dexter sees Saxon slash Vogel's throat. Dexter holds her as she dies. End of episode. Thank God. Yeah. Right? Hallelujah. It was pretty much the best thing that happened this season. Yeah. Well, we'll see her return in season nine with Dark Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be her version of Harry. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, because <laughs> you know, there's met, no connection really. Never that met. <laughs> lead writer be her Scott Dark Buck. Passenger. This was directed by Steve Schill, who directed 13 episodes over all eight seasons except season six. He will be back to direct the series finale. It was written by Jace Richdale and Scott Reynolds. Jace Richdale wrote six episodes across the last three seasons. 
This is one of three episodes for which he has uh, a credit, and this is his final episode. Scott Reynolds wrote 12 episodes between seasons two and eight, and this is his final episode. What is the best line of the episode? Jamie saying, go fuck yourself to Deb. <laughs> I actually... Yeah. Dark Jamie. Dark I actually Jamie. liked uh, when Dexter tells Deb that her life will be better, and she says, "Hang better than hanging out with two killers? What what can be better than that? Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm going to go, go fuck yourself. Good old Jamie. <laughs> How about the worst line of the episode? Harrison's fake cry. Ow. <laughs> I actually, like, as bad as that was, I I gave it to Mother Chose the Wrong Son again. Mm. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's Ash. so bad. Yeah. Mother Chose Wrong Again. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Norman Batesy, like... Fucking ugh, yeah. I was I was talking to Dale before we started recording about how he was Saxon was trying to channel some shitty Anthony Perkins and it, it's just not working. It is not. Yeah, he was playing the character of Master Bates. <laughs> uh, what's the performance of the episode? <laughs> We're still doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel it's a tie. We have Dark Jamie, who's amazing. Oh boy. I love Dark <laughs> Jamie. We, Dark Jamie. We also have Harrison, who gives <laughs> the best performance of the series. I'm going with yeah. Dark Jamie because she showed some new layers because she got angry once. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you, Dark Deb. Jamie for me. I like uh, Dark Jamie. I'll go Dark Jamie. All right, Dark Jamie fans, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of Deeply Discussing Dexter.